Hello and welcome back to Pillar Fox Podcast. Unofficially, as this is not season two, more lockdown two, lockdown part two, mini episodes. This time only featuring three of us, as Matty has things to do at 8.48 p.m. We have <laughs> Mr. James Noble. Hello. And Mr. Jacob Knight. Hello. Now this entire episode is going to be quite improv based purely because we didn't know who was going to be host let's just kick it off how we normally do you know podcasts you don't need a script for a podcast am i right guys am i right you're yeah. right that's sweet all right well, we'll just kick it off how we normally do someone's just gonna go straight to jake and ask how he's doing any seagulls having any fights outside or what no seagulls having any fights can't report that but right. it is lockdown number two which is a bit shit for the united kingdom even though the rules make no bloody sense it's true it's true but yeah, that is just like it was in uh, part one, nothing really made much sense. Things only really started to make sense if you got fined for doing what you weren't supposed to do. But no, no. a thing you're missing, I don't know, we, didn't, we didn't really get to go to the turf. Tell you what, here's a bit of a, a recap. Remember what we we always said back in the, the first season of Pillar Forts? We always said, what, what are we going to do when everything's lifted now? Things got lifted, but then they got shut again. So what did you do? What did you do? Uh, I think most of my time was just spent at my partner's, in all, in all honesty, when uh, we were able to see people again. Hmm. Uh, and But now that, like, once again, anyone... I, can't, I kind of feel as though this lockdown's a lot harder. I've, I've mentioned it before to you guys, but it, when we first went into lockdown, it felt as though everybody was sort of, like, together as though, like, oh, yes, we're, we're all in this together, like, it's a lockdown, woo, kind of thing. Yeah. And then, obviously, we came out of lockdown, and then it started going into, like, local lockdowns, and then you had people blaming other people, so you had people blaming students, then you had people blaming care homes, then you had people blaming in like the northeast and then you know and now that we've gone back into like a national lockdown but the fact that schools colleges and universities can remain open you know all the blame seems to be getting shifted back onto kids and you know and pupils and stuff because they're all like oh well you know they're just going to transmit it because they're just going to meet up in the schools and blah 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 which you know inevitable that they're going to meet up with their friends and stuff inside the school but I think it's a bit unfair to put it all back onto students again, and mm, that, it is interesting. You know, I never thought of it really that way. That it has turned into a blame game ever since the first one, um, which is pretty sad. Pretty sad. Yeah. But anyway, what we've got on today's episode, we have a bit of an improv game, which I've been hyping up for the last two months. This one's a bit uh, like thrown together, but you know, we can do this in the official season two release. Look forward to that. And then we have some talking of, of the US election. Just a quick, quick banteroo about it. And then to finish off, we then can go in depth about second lockdown and some interesting things that I've just seen on the uh, the interwebs today, which I can uh, talk to you guys about. Just before we go asking the guys where Copenhagen is, and it is in fact in Denmark, and that is relevant. Then we all figure that out later. Basically, James, what have you been up to? Well, I've been on a mission to get paint. Oh. Yeah. Uh, not to go too much into it, but obviously this lockdown, DIY shops are actually allowed to stay open this time. So, uh, yeah, so I went and bought some paint and 
I bought some wood. Mm-hmm. I had a plumber come round and fix my tap the other week because that was oh, broke. I- yeah, pretty sound, pretty sound, dude. Uh, what else? Uh, pretty much just been doing some research. Ordered some band merch. Big, big, big oh, yeah. wrap up. Yeah. Big wrap mm-hmm. up. The Barcelona shit hoodies. Whoop, whoop. Yep. Oh yeah. So been sorting that out, uh, and that's about it. I've been going on some. Daily walks as well, you know, getting that exercise. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. so that that's been that's been my week and a bit, dude. Thank you Very for nice. asking. How's how's your week been? Oh, well, well, oh my god, it's the, well. The last few weeks have uh, just been very busy. I've been doing a lot of extra shifts, which has uh, just really eaten away at my soul. Uh, oh. but I'll tell you what it is. Like you struggle to have a, your, your schedule, right? You're making your own schedule. You're keeping it tight. Then, so it goes over to this one house. You know, we're going to uh, like do something with a shower. And then while my boss is talking to the guy, there's this uh, little boy. I'd say he's maybe only about four. He took quite a liking to me. And he says, and he's wanting me to come and have a look at something. And then uh, I was like, all right, I'll come, I'll come and have a look. And he, you know, show me into the bathroom. But it's the, it's a different bathroom. And then he goes, look at this. And he points at this bit of um, wallpaper that's just hanging off. And then he goes, I've tried to fix it, tried to fix it. And bear in mind, he's four. And then uh, <laughs> he is under the assumption that we are there to fix that piece of wallpaper, right? And Aww. then um, and he says, look. I've tried to fix it, so he holds it up. He lets go, and it just kind of like flaps back down again. And then he says, um, I, uh, "I think you should fix it." He says to me, and he goes, <laughs> well, "I fix it." And he goes, and then, then he says, "And I think you should have fixed it last week." <laughs> right? Like, excuse me, I will organise my own schedule. Thank you. I've, I've a lot, a lot of shit on my plate without fixing your wallpaper. Oh, but that just, you know. Just having a laugh, but it really, it really just brought home that I just need to get my schedule in order. Like, yeah, you do. That poor boy's wallpaper needs fixed, John. <laughs> it's probably still flapping because I was genuinely gonna like get a, like a bit of silicon, just pop it up, just to keep him happy. But I thought, nah, bugger you, yeah, just snidey remark. But I, that's uh, that's all it's been about recently. Very um, good. I, but that's it. Very nice. Well, very good. Very nice recap, uh, Matty. What you been up to? Oh, Matty's not in. Oh. Hope he's getting all these tasks done at 8.57 p.m. Yeah. I love you, though, Matty. Love oh. you, Lord. We love Can't you, but get off bloody dying light or apex or whatever you're on. Johnny, that, it's it's triple XP weekend or something. Oh, no, it's not the weekend anymore. We'll get the point. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on to part two of Pillar Thoughts podcast. Okay, so welcome to Improv. Improvisation. So what I have in front of me is I have three scenarios which we're all going to have our own little roles to play. All right, the first one is uh, nice and easy. All right, I don't know how it's going to play out because originally I had... uh, So I was going to be the narrator of the stories. Um, And then you, you both and Matty were... The three actors in each one had three actors in. I'll be replacing number three and putting on kind of like a deep voice for the narration, and that is how we're going to uh, work through this. Okay, let's see how this goes. Okay, so our first scenario: wrong turn. James is driving down the M6 
Mm-hmm. James is driving at roughly 72 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Jacob is in the front seat. Jacob explains what he has in his snack bag. Jacob explains what he has <laughs> in his snack bag. I, was, like, I thought there was more to it. Like, I'm waiting for more of the story. <laughs> like, See, I'm, I'm sitting here just taking in the story like, this is going to be good. And then I forgot that I'm in the part. part you are in it. Come on, Jacob, what's in your snack bag? I know. It's just like, James, stop driving so fast. You're doing 72 on the motorway. I'm trying to eat my dairy lunchables. Jacob explains what he has in his snack bag. I just eat! He's got dairy lunchables. Dairy lunchables and James has gone 72 miles per hour on a fucking motorway. Jacob is having trouble stacking his lunchables with the event. <laughs> James is travelling. <laughs> and narrowly avoids 18 wheelers. <laughs> oh, there goes my fucking cheese in the back seat. Wow. <laughs> James voices his frustration that he's only just cleaned the car. Look, I've only just cleaned my car and you've gone and whacked your dairy lunchables all over me back seat. Stop driving like a pissing madman so I can eat my bloody dairy lunchables. I just can't believe it. I've only just hoovered the fucker. <laughs> when the fuck did we go to Newcastle? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when I get angry I go Johnny. <laughs> James, as James is driving in the far right lane, Jacob then realises that he was meant to take the last exit. Oh, shit. We were meant to get towards Durham. We can't go there now. Oh, no. (laughs) The next pull-off isn't until 20 miles away. James is frustrated because he has paid for all of the fuel and Jacob has not offered. Oh, great. Look, now I'm going to have to use more fuel. And the thing is, you didn't even pay a penny for it. I, I can't believe this. Fucking hell, James. Give us a break. I've just been made redundant, real life story. But I mean, <laughs> give us a break. I only have two pence in my bank account, real story. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you shouldn't have agreed to come on this journey with me if you only had two pence in your bank account, whether it's a real life story or not. The matter, the fact is, I've now took the wrong exit, and you've only just realised. And now it's got to use my fuel. But you said you wanted the bloody company, man. Well, you said you'd be a good second driver. I can't fucking drive. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen it on Grand Theft Auto. I think I might be fine. I'll say you're driving. The radio tunes in. Up next on WKML, it is Vorstellens. Have we have we just entered America now? James has a dab radio and expresses <laughs> that a dab radio is necessary for travel on the M6. Look, I know it might sound a bit American, but I have a dab. I, <laughs> I know it might sound a bit American, but I have a dab <laughs> radio and it's essential for travel on the M6 because it just it just seems right, you know. I get a good signal and it just looks the piece in the car. Okay. Oh, but I want I want BBC t- T side, man. Where's BBC Teesside? <laughs> Nobody listens to that crap. Is it, is Amongst, all of the commotion, weird? <laughs> Amongst all of the commotion, John awakes in the back seat, expressing that he needs to piss. Whereabouts? <laughs> John, where, John? What are you doing in your back seat? <laughs> Where did you come from? 
<laughs> I'm, I'm busting for a piss. When's the next exit? Oh, it's going to be about 20 minutes, mate. We've, we've missed the, the oh, time. Sure, Thanks sure. to Jacob. No, it's not. You're joking. It, no, it's going to be 20 minutes, mate. I actually needed to piss like before I went to sleep, but now that I'm awake, and I'm absolutely, you're going to have to pull over somewhere. You, you're just going to have to piss in the bottle? Well, wouldn't have to piss in the bottle if you just bloody woke up, had a look at your phone, seen that the exit was coming, and just bloody spoke up about it. What do you mean if I woke up, you were the one that was asleep? Have you ate all the Lunchables as well, you greedy git? There's cheese on the back seat, eat the cheese. Oh shit, there is, yeah. <laughs> as they are driving down the M6, John soon realises that it's not just the piss he's needing, he has explosive diarrhoea. Oh god. <laughs> oh, oh, god your car's messed now. <laughs> My poor car. Oh, guys, I'm sweating, I'm sweating. We're going to have to pull over. John, look, it'll only take about 25 minutes. Look, we'll just turn around and be fine. It was 20 minutes before. Why is it 25 now? Because we've gone a bit slower. Oh. The, tra- the traffic the traffic piled up. There's, there's bad traffic. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Apparently Google knows the way. <laughs> oh, no, not again. <laughs> you can, it's all right. You can hold it in. It'll be like 20, 25 minutes. We'll be, fi- we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Can I not use the wash bag in the back seat? No. Oh no! This is this is bad. This is bad. Look, just just hold it in. Look, you know he's already threw cheese all over my car and backseat, and now you're looking at painting it brown. Oh no! I just bought that wash bag last week. It cost me twenty five pound. It's a Dapper Dan wash bag. You're not painting it brown. And seen twenty five pound for a wash bag. How high? <laughs> Rich enough. And that kind of money. I know. Then you're being stingy over the bloody petrol. Well, these are the things you know. Priorities. Well done, guys. You have made it past the first improv scene. We've only two more scenes to go. How did you enjoy doing a bit of improv there? To be fair, that probably doesn't sound too uh, unfamiliar to what would actually happen between (laughs) It is, for real. (laughs) It felt so, like, fluid. Um... I had that one in mind for quite a while from the very beginning, so I'm pleased I finally got to use this one. These last two actually came up with at about half seven. Bear uh-huh. in mind, recording time is eight minutes past nine, so uh, not long ago. All right, All good. let's get straight into the next scene. John, before you do, right? Yes. The Dapper Dan wash bag was actually £30, so maybe I will be willing to perish it. <laughs> Oh. I just I just googled it. <laughs> really, I'd love a Dapper Dan wash bag. Well, literally, for a premium Dapper Dan wash bag, it's thirty pounds. Wow. Do, do you remember the story of the guy that went fucking nuts at the hotel just because he lost his wash bag, and I thought he actually lost like his luggage. Yes, I was going to bring up. I was going to bring up in that scene that there's a blue wash bag in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting PTSD flashbacks. Oh no! Oh no! Vietnam flashbacks. Oh. <laughs> I don't no. think we'll go that far. <laughs> so here we go with scene number two, which is named James's cat has AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let me set up the scene here and let's get right into it. Jacob has been cleaning around the house for the last two hours. He has been washing the dishes. He has been dusting the TV. He has been hoovering and he's pissed off. He's pissed off because his flatmate, Johnny, has just been with his feet up for the last two hours while he's been cleaning and he's pissed off. He expresses how he's pissed off about it. Johnny, are you going to move your bloody ass? get the feather duster, get your pity on and actually do some bloody work? Here 
I am wearing yeah. your kinney and the feather duster, and I'm cleaning these fucking windows. Yo, that's a good point. You're wearing my penny. I'm pretty sure I bought you one for Christmas. Why did you buy the master Alvin? Excuse me? Oh, yeah, Master Alan, where's my bloody penny then? <laughs> Fine, I'll do. I'll, I'll do something. I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm gonna storm out this. I'm gonna storm out this house because I'm sick of this bullshit. You know, I've been wash. I washed the dishes like twice in the last week, and now you're getting at me because you washed them once. Well, look, Johnny, just once is just too much. I'm not even getting too much. Paid. I'm not even getting paid for this. If I go into that kitchen and find that like half of them plates are actually yours, I'll be fuming. That's why we've got a dishwasher. <laughs> I've been at work all day, and you're on furlough, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one hit hard. I'm unemployed now. <laughs> oh, no. I, I don't get fell anymore. This is all that I do for a living is just wash dishes, view for clean windows and use a feather duster. No. Look, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to make it personal. <sighs> ring, ring. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Answer the fucking phone. Ring, ring. <laughs> ring, ring. Hello. Ring, ring. James answers the phone. He's upset. <laughs> Hello. Oh, I'm upset. <laughs> oh, good. What's wrong now, you drama queen? It's, it's me cat. <laughs> it's me cat. Who's that on the phone? It's uh, James. It, it's James on the phone. What's he saying? He said something about his pussy. Uh, sorry, his cat. It's bloody typical, isn't it? What, What's up with you, James? Wrong, James, man. It's it's me cat. It's 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 got something wrong with it. It's got a disease. James, when did you turn into an old lady? <laughs> no. oh, sorry, I forgot my character. It's my cat. It's my cat. It's got a disease. Well, it's disease. It, it's nice to know that you sound absolutely excited that your cat has a disease. But... <laughs> That would be a bit more enthusiastic. What kind of disease? I don't know. The doctors don't know. Okay, can I I just ask a question? So you you decided that, nah, stuff the vet, I'm going straight to the doctors. I'm going to take (laughs) you. Oh shit, I forgot. I mean, I mean, I'm that worried. I'm that worried about Mr. Fluffykins that I just I called the doctors and the cat doctors. Oh, it's terrible. Doctor. The cat, I mean, the vets, you know, I get, I get upset and a bit excited from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Mr. Fluffy Kins. <laughs> He's got some sort of disease. They don't know what it is. Is it is it a sexual disease? Ask ask James if it's a sexual disease, Jacob. Well, Johnny Johnny wants to know basically have you been fucking your cat? No. Oh, no. Something's happened. Something's went down. We're only being told half a story here. So uh, Johnny, apparently summits went down. Summit went down. Something about his cat. <laughs> Shit, that's even worse. Jacob expresses how he's simply not got time for this. James, unless you tell us what's wrong with your cat, then uh I'm sorry, but like, can't help. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to tell you what cats can do. Sort of thing. Ease, ease. Let's get to Well, we, 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 
James, did Mr. Cat Doctor Man or woman, we're not sexist here, say yes. say anything about what kind of disease it was? No, they just said Mr. Fluffy Goose has a disease and he's already got months to live. Is it he? No, they just said it's some sort of disease. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, pass, pass me the phone, Jacob. Here, I'm putting Johnny on the phone to you, James. Okay. I'll put I'll put you on loudspeaker, pal. Okay. But I'm I'm confused. You because you has a bit of a reputation for going around with with other cats, like Tom cats. <laughs> don't you don't you don't you slander Mr. Snuffles like this? <laughs> He's on his deathbed. He's only on one to me. I've got no time for this. I've got I no time for this, James. I don't time for your slander, Mr. Snuffles. Insane. <laughs> 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 what did he ever do to you? <laughs> this oh. concludes part two of improv. Dun, dun, dun. Well, apparently it didn't because we didn't even know what the bloody disease was. I know. <laughs> and apparently he's not bloody so happy about it. He's like, yes, my cat's skipped on. Gonna have a new cat. <laughs> yeah, gonna have a, a less sexually promiscuous cat. <laughs> Won't go shagging around as much. I'll, I'll get it neutered. Very good. And lastly, but certainly not leastly, we have Improv number three, Company Incorporated. James is at work and he's slack. Let's browse Reddit today for the 5,000th time because well, who can be asked replying to office emails? Jacob soon notices through the company monitoring system that James is slacking off on Reddit and he must be dealt with. Oh, have you taken inspiration from me being on Reddit at my workplace? <laughs> <laughs> hey, James brought up the Reddit bit. <laughs> I did. Shit. Uh, Jacob approaches James. He's pissed off. James, what's this that I hear that you've been playing uh, the Reddit 50-50 challenge on a work computer? I don't know what you're on about, sir. Well, uh, James, we can monitor what you've been going on. And, uh, you know, it's risky business between, like, a beheading or a cute little puppy. Thank God it was a cute puppy. But you need to stop this. Look, I think you're just telling me fake news. I've been on no websites of that nature. I've been doing my work all day, sitting here replying to these emails. Stop harassing me. So you're telling me that you haven't been playing Connect 4 with uh, your colleague <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> that you haven't been on uh, Reddit 5050. <clears throat> I think you're just trying to trip me up here. I know my rights. So don't you start slandering with me. I've been on no Connect 4 or no Reddit 5050. I've been replying to these emails all day. I've been talking to Susie in the kitchen and I've been doing my work. Leave me alone. Yeah, Right, Karen here, <laughs> Jacob finds it hard to reason with James. As as much as he can slack off, he is a vital part of the company. Jacob leaves to his office, and James then proceeds to talk to his work colleague, who leans out from his work cubicle. It's me. <laughs> I, hey, James, what was that about? Hey, John. Oh, the, the guy in IT. He tried. He tried to say I was playing on Reddit and playing Connect Four. Yeah, like seriously. Oh, yo, he's always throwing around accusations. I know. Like somebody needs to report that guy to HR. Like, oh, yeah. If anything, you know what I do. I for everyone to browse stuff like that. I just I just go to go to the toilet because they can't prove you wrong and you're on your phone. But you know what it is. You know what it is, right? Right. I've heard that they're putting wire mesh in around the bathroom so it stops 
signals. Isn't that some bullshit? What? Why would they do that? Stops stops 4G in that, doesn't it? Oh, oh man. Right, how much but, of my control company is this? You know, <laughs> you know, I heard that they're going to implement those slanty toilets that make it uncomfortable to sit on, like, for longer than you need to. Like, like literally. Oh, yeah, I've heard they've got to implement those. Yeah. Because people, people are spending too long in the toilets, apparently. Like, you know, bad crack. Don't appreciate us as, as employees. No, they really James, don't. James and John turn around to find that Jacob is peering at them through the blinds. <gasps> Yo, I'm pretty sure he's looking. Yeah, I think he is too. Jacob realised that we were both talking to each other and looked at him. He then comes back out of his office to confront us both. Right, guys, what the bloody hell are you doing now? All I can hear is conspiracy theory. Yo, I, right, it's been a long time coming, Mr. Jacob, all right? It's been a long time coming. But I've seen you putting them 5G cell towers up outside, and personally, I've got a problem with that. And what's your problem? Because uh just wanted to let you know that apparently 5G towers are conspiracy meant to be the ones that are giving people COVID-19, but there is no theory on that. So what is your problem? <laughs> I see. I see. They've they've got to you, Mister Jacob, because clearly, clearly, five G is a, a government conspiracy controlled to to have our minds. You know what I mean, James? Tell him what I mean. I know what you mean. They're going to make us have this vaccine, and they're going right. to implant. They're going to put an implant in us so that they could tell when we're slacking off in the bathroom, or when we're working, or when we're late to work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, that's why he was looking at us through the blinds. He knew. He knew. He did know. I can't help it, okay? We've got product placement for 5G. Get it on the best network in the UK, EE now. <laughs> but we don't, even work for a phone. we don't even work for a phone company. We sell mattresses. Shit, am I in the wrong? Am I in the wrong place? I'm, I'm, meant, to be, I'm meant to be spending phones here. I'm in a mattress place. Yeah, a mattress place. I have to call a guy soon to tell him his cat's got AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> what book does he in? <laughs> we sell mattresses, dude. God, there's there's some people that just came through the door. Apparently, they really need to use the toilet. Oh, one of them shit themselves. Have been on the, the M6 for too long. Oh. Really? Oh no. Well, this is not my store, so I'm going to go and find the nearest EE shop and go back and work there. <laughs> and seen. It's nice for it all to kind of wrap back on itself. <laughs> In a weird way. Yeah. In the same universe. There. Let's take it all the way back to the 4th of November 2020. Back when we were supposed to find out who was going to be the new president of the USA. Instead, ended up in the what? What was it? Three days we had to wait. Something like that. Three or four days. Right. Not that it. Not that it makes much of a difference for us. Like, but I. I'm going to ask you guys one vital question. If you were an American, and who would who would you vote for between Biden and Trump? Well, I'm I'm sorry, but my vote would go with Kanye West. This guy's based. That's exactly what I was hoping for. Yo, can like Kanye barely got any votes? Poor Kanye. He should have got way more. Uh, I'm 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 disappointed. Who <laughs> mm. would you have voted for, James? I'd have gone for Biden because he's like the less worse out of the two of them. You know, that's always the bullshit of it. Why is it always the the lesser of two evils? It's, I don't know why it's always going to be that way. I, I personally, I'd so much prefer it if there was like three 
three options and they're all very closely tied. At least a bit more rather than just left and right. It's shit, man. Uh, it's, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because like I, I was watching something earlier today regarding like elections and stuff. And the, thing, mm. the only reason why Trump won like four years ago was because Hillary Clinton was that hated from people that people didn't want Hillary Clinton to win. And Mm -hmm. this time around, because Trump's done what he's done while he's been in presidency and stuff like that, um, as far, you know, and then Biden's come along, because so many people hate Trump, Biden's won. I I heard something as well, like, I don't know if this is 100% true or anything now. This was on the last leg, which is on Channel 4 on a Friday. Uh, And yeah, Richard Oakland and Jimmy Carr, and they had another guest on as well. I can't remember the person's name. And that if, say, for example, a Trump decided to resign now or in the next few weeks, right, mm-hmm. that any wrongdoing that he's done as a president would be wiped clean and he wouldn't be facing any charges or anything for it. But if he decided not to resign and obviously he had to leave. January, then he could be arrested for it, is what I've gathered. Now, whether that is true or false, I don't know. But imagine that, like, just, like, doing as much shit as what he's done as being a president and stuff like that, and then, you know, resigning, and then everything, every wrongdoing that he's done just gets wiped clear. Yeah, that's whacked. So, I, did, I didn't know I didn't know that was the case, to be honest. Well, I, I, didn't, um, I didn't either. It was only because, like I say, it was, there was a mention about it on the last leg, which... Obviously, it's Channel Four show in the United Kingdom, but um, it, I was I was quite gobsmacked at it as well. Yeah, because surely if if he was to resign, then that's kind of like self admittance that he's done uh, things wrong. God knows. I mean, we we don't live in America, so like politics mm. in America, our laws and stuff are so different to what they are in the UK. Yeah, yeah. So how how do you guys think that it affects us in the UK? Well, at the moment obviously the only real impact that's like pretty obvious is the fact that you know the whole brexit deal donald apparently had planned with boris but you know that's the only way i can see it majorly affecting us um but i did but two two random things um number one if you know this is all legit and stuff which it's believed to be uh because donald's like throwing his toys out the pram if it's true Mm -hmm. then donald will be the fifth out of a hundred to not get re-elected. Uh, so it'll be, the, it'll, it'll be the fifth president that's never served a second season. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. And second thing is, uh, I just forgot. <laughs> uh, no, the second, oh, the second one is that um, the likes of Putin are refusing to congratulate Biden until Donald's had his little way and all the votes have been officiated and all that shit. So, yeah, yeah. But the majority of presidents and stuff have congratulated Biden already, which is quite nice. Yeah, yeah. As, uh, as Bojo congratulated or not? He has. Yeah, he did. All right. Mm-hmm. And what what do you think about the presidency, Johnny? Um, well, you know, as we said before, it's the lesser of two evils, so I don't think it would have made much of a difference uh, either side. But uh, just something to touch on earlier, what you said about you know people voted for Trump purely because they really didn't want Hillary Clinton. Um, yeah. I think that was you know Hillary Clinton in herself wasn't so much of a uh, a bad person, but it was definitely more like Bill Clinton, wasn't it? Who was uh, more of the sleazy type, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, he, de- yeah. he definitely had some bad history. 
like, and that's why people wanted to avoid uh, like the plague. Yeah, them. yeah, you're you're right there actually. And uh, if people like are quite interested in that stuff, the best thing to to watch is their Netflix documentary called The Great Hack. Uh, and it explains some techniques that the, the Donald Trump marketing team used, such as, you know, saying like, oh, if Hillary gets in, like, you know, Bill Clinton will be like helping her and stuff and like using his evil. So, yeah, there was loads of like things like that. You're right that like people were not too keen on voting on a four. Yeah, I, I, I remember back then it, that was such that was a bigger shit show than this time. I think like uh-huh. honestly, watching Trump win was entertaining. And uh, on a lesser note, this is this is total devastation for the meme economy because Trump was such a an influencer on you know reaction images and shit. That we just won't get to see any more of. Oh, yeah. really? Then again, saying that, John, I'm pretty sure, like you know, there'll be some funny events like him leaving, like the White House, that'll like cause some decent memes. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I heard. Then... I heard something as well that ex-presidents um, can't actually drive around in their own cars and stuff like that, like on public roads and stuff. Yeah, they've always got to be uh, occupied by someone. Yeah, like secret service sort of thing. Here's the thing. What do you guys think? of i don't know well depending on your understanding of the electoral college well, what do you think guys think about that i think it's stupid i wouldn't like that imagine if like the person who got least amount of votes what that's that's stupid that doesn't make sense in any way no, but I, I think why they do it that way because places like who are on the course they're very city driven you know they're all like pushing papers working in office for the majority of it and then uh, in the centre you've got farmers and you know more trade related stuff going on there so if they went purely off um, citizen count I don't think I don't think it it's actually fair. Yeah, and if it, that's that's kind of how it works. I but that's all that's my understanding of it. But yeah, yeah, but I think that's pretty much it. But um, no, I prefer the UK version. I think the UK version is much easier to understand. Yeah, yeah we we vote for seats, don't we? Yeah, I think our, our way is a bit more easier to understand and to do than theirs is. Yeah, definitely. And then every then every uh, every party really has a say as well. Exactly, exactly. It's but anyway. cute. Okay, John, what do you think about? Donald trying to like get legal action on the whole votes thing. Do you think it's just him being a sore loser, or do you think he he genuinely is wrongly like kind of done by? Do you think there's some falsifying? Well, I go on a website called Funny Junk, which is uh, for the for the most part really right winged. So I've, there's been a lot of tears on Funny Junk about how uh, Trump has lost, and a lot of posts of people trying to prove that. It was uh, fraudulent. But um, I think the confusion is coming from um, mail-in votes. Because with each mail-in vote, it has to be like, it has to correspond with the actual house. You know, who if, you know, the person who voted is living at that address. Yeah. Um, If that person living at that address hasn't already voted in person somewhere else. Yeah. So... Um, but, but for like millions of votes to show up out of nowhere, and from what I've heard, um, there has to be there has to be observers, like legal observers, watching people count the votes. And in some in the swing, the final swing states, uh, the windows were being blocked, so the observers couldn't see. And this is where. So, Jacob, your thoughts, please. Yeah. It- 
it's such a hard one, isn't it, to sort of know what to say and everything with it because there's talks and stuff about that it might not be ready until like spring or something. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm sure they were wanting to test it for the people that are like over 65 or something, the ones that are more high risk. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it would be able to go into a general sort of for the general public until about spring of next year so it looks as though we're going to have a long wait and then there's sort of talks as well that social distancing could be in place until about October of next year uh, as well so it, it's you just don't know sort of which way to turn with it and I think one thing that seems really weird and really well not suspicious but it does seem weird is that the lockdown's meant to end in December but yet furlough is meant to be carrying on till March yeah What's the deal with that? So, so does that mean we already have on contingency? I think the word is plans to, um, you know, have this lockdown extended or or what? But then it's a hard one because if this does get extended for over Christmas, then Boris and the government are going to be known as the ones that stole Christmas. He probably doesn't want to be looked at as that at all or anything. So, you know, it's such a hard one because do we come out of lockdown? in the risk of it just spreading like wildfire again or do we continue the lockdown but then we've got rules that are happening in the lockdown that don't make sense and then so there's just so much to this that there's it's like a sort of rabbit hole the deeper you go there's more and more that you discover Mm -hmm. true i'm 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 hopeful we'll get a christmas like yeah it sucks man it It sucks large It's a weird weird thing because if we don't come out of lockdown for December, then that's going to be the UK economy absolutely just destroyed. I mean, even though it is destroyed at the moment, like it's been hit massively because I'm sure that um, Sainsbury's a a place that's just announced that they're going to be letting go of so many jobs and and things. So it's it's just a hard one, isn't it? You know, and it's horrible as well because it, it just affects so much of people's lives, mental health, you know, God knows what. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're getting rid of all of their, like, uh, meat and fish uh, departments, the fresh bread areas and what have you. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people losing the job. Two-thirds of us in this chat have. Yeah. It's, uh, it's quite a tough one, I must admit. This this lockdown doesn't quite feel like a lockdown in some respects. It feels like a tier four, especially when, like, you go out and about and you're like, you know, like, I was of town today taking some paint back and I was like shocked at how many people were out and about like it just looked like a normal day up town admittedly everyone was wearing face masks and stuff but like it, it just seemed like a normal busy November shopping and obviously like don't get me wrong I do think it's better this time that like DIY shops and stuff are open and like you know garden centres and stuff are open and especially things like dentists and stuff I think it's important to have them open but because the schools and stuff are all like pretty much like open and back to normal it doesn't feel like a lockdown it just it just feels like the odd few businesses are shut so uh, Greg's is open Greg's is open thank god oh yeah thank god for that honestly wasn't there a thing of that people are getting fined for going into non-essential shops what are you going to say fined for having a Greg's <laughs> how dare they how dare they uh, no it was uh, as far as I'm aware it wasn't non-essential shops it was 
if, for example, there was a gym open, right, which there shouldn't be, if yeah. there was a, if there was a gym open and you went to that gym knowing that you shouldn't be going to it, you would get fined and so would the owner, basically. Right. Uh, because there was an incident, I don't know where in the UK, but it was an incident where the police did go to a gym that was still open when it should have been shut and... Like, they pretty much gave everybody that was in the gym a £200 fine. Wow, really? Yeah. Ad- admittedly, that's like, really, if they pay it in 14 days, it's only a £100 fine. But yeah. Uh, also, just if you're, if you're missing a bit of Jez OK action, right? Okay. It's, oh, not yeah, quite, yeah. it's not quite Jeremy Kyle. But if you go on YouTube and you type in, obviously not right now, uh, and you type in police visit Liverpool play area, like soft play area, Basically, there's uh, this guy and this lockdown, he obviously should have his business closed, but he's trying to claim that he doesn't have to. And basically, the police have visited like eight days in a row. Like the, the guy is just convinced he shouldn't have to close and stuff. And like, I understand that like it's a business and you don't want to risk your business going like getting closed down and stuff. But like, oh, honestly, like, it's just like mad to hear what some of the stuff he's saying. He's like, no, I shouldn't have to shut and stuff. And like, um, you know, it, I'm not. Is this person Jesse Murphy? I don't know. So Might I'm be. On YouTube on the TV at the moment, and there's one here: third police visit to Soft Player Centre in Liverpool. Yeah, that's that's the one. There's like eight. The police have visited like eight times. Like, oh, honestly, if you if you're ever bored and you feel like you need some like old Jessica action, watch it because oh, it's it's just it's just oh man, honestly. <laughs> I, I just got like proper like interested in it. I discovered it yesterday because somebody told me about it and I was like, oh my God. And they just keep coming back and they're like, oh, we're giving you this fine because you've still not listened to us in environmental health. And uh, th- then the next good thing is the police officer in, in the third visit one, the third the third visit one, the police officer is like, so you're not accepting this fine? And he's like, no. And he's like, well, you, you, you don't accept a fine. Like you're getting the fine anyway. Like it's just whether you pay it or not another thing. And he's like, yeah, well, I'm not going to accept it. And he was like, well, if I caught you speeding or if I caught you with a phone on, like in your hand behind the wheel, you would get the same treatment. You'd get a fine and like y- you would have to pay the fine or end up in court and he was like well i just wouldn't accept it and the guy's like no like it's it's not sure you get fined anyway whether you pay it or not the difference between you end up in court or not and he's just like trying to argue this entire case and it's just like oh my god so oh, any, anyone who's bored and like needs a bit of like old jessica style argument honestly like give it give it a watch <laughs> uh, oh, miss some Jezza. Two things that may have slipped under the radar. One of them definitely hasn't because it's like caused a lot of anger. Um, gentleman called David Chappell uh, is, I believe, a comedian. There was a gentleman called Dave Chappell, and he was doing a Saturday Night Live monologue, which has been branded very offensive. Uh, I did watch it myself, and to be fair, it is actually quite offensive. Basically, he made a joke about Freddie Mercury and AIDS and stuff like that and basically you know kind of mocked Donald Trump but it it, it was not tasteful at all uh, mm. and the second one which will have definitely slipped under your radar because it's not kind of been it's not been fully released yet probably slipped under your radar because it's not 
quite Christmas time yet. It's not on Spotify, but it's on Amazon and YouTube. The Progs have edited their famous fairy tale of New York song. So the offensive, you know, slur that starts with an F in that song has been adjusted. So I'm guessing they've used some sort of digital technologies to create the lady's voice, uh, Kirsty McCall's voice in that. And the new, the new words is, uh, you're cheap and you're haggard. So instead of you know those the the, the original lyrics, what, what which word, is James? what word? So before it was you scumbag, you maggot, you cheap, lousy. Can't use the word. The lyric, <laughs> you know, you you know you scumbag, you maggot, you're cheap and you're haggard. Oh right. Mm, so they've adjusted those lyrics because you know that word has not aged too well uh, and a lot of people haven't yet realised but yeah basically the progs themselves have edited that word admittedly in the likes of 2012 some radio stations already kind of started self-editing it but the actual progs themselves have now I believe it was under it was under Warner Music I believe they released it this year it's just it's just called Fairy Tale of New York feet Kirsty McCall and it's in brackets edit uh, and that got released on the uh, four days ago actually four or five days ago oh, so that's fairly new yo i'll have to have a look at the uh, new hip edited version yeah so hopefully more people will be on board with the more uh what's the word i'm looking for here pg censored version you know it, it's strange isn't it because realistically like you ask a lot of people what their favorite christmas song is and a lot of the time they say fairytale of new york yeah it yeah. wasn't even meant to be a Christmas song, was it? No. <laughs> That's the best bit. Because so so I, I, I do understand cha- I do understand how like cultures change and, and everything like that and how, you know, we, we all change depending on like the culture and things like that and you know how stuff that was funny back in the day might not be seen as funny now and, and but yeah with that with that song, I mean that song's been around for, for years. You know, and years for however long we know, and I mean, it's probably been out way before we were even born. Mm-hmm. And do you not feel as though it's a bit strange to have the lyrics changed, or do you think it needed to be changed? Ooh. Personally, I'd say it's in this situation, it's always good to know that they've not actually removed the original song. They've and they've not like necessarily like got rid of it. They've just released an alternative version because some radio stations in the past few years have actually started censoring it themselves. And you know, some songs do sound better when they're censored than others do. Some just sound awful when they're censored. And I think that they've probably thought, oh, well, we've if we release a more PG version, then maybe it'll sound better when it's censored. And also, on top of that, you never know. It could be a bit of a little, you know, ploy to be like, right, maybe we can get the people who had a bit of a an, an understandable angst with the original song because of that word and its new its changed meaning to be like get behind it and actually promote it and maybe it'll do even better than the original song. Like maybe, maybe. it's all a pl- maybe it's all a ploy. Maybe it's all a plan. 
Yes, to get it back into the uh, hot hot chart number ones. Yeah, you know, speaking of uh, editing a bit of audio, did you did you say the audio was edited to make her say that? Yeah, because the la- the lady who uh, originally sung it is no longer alive, so they had to like edit it somehow. <laughs> no longer alive? No. No. So I'll tell you a little bit of a factoid about um, editing audio in Star Wars: A New Hope when Ben Kenobi finds R two D two, which sees R two. 2D2 in the uh, the rocks and he says don't be afraid then in Star Wars The Force Awakens which was released in 2017 I think it was bear in mind A New Hope was 1976 I think there's a scene where Rey the main the main protagonist she finds Luke Skywalker's lightsaber and as she touches it she has a flashback and she can hear Ben Kenobi saying Ray. What they actually done was they took Don't Be Afraid. They took that clip out of the Afraid Ray de, and um, they used that in the movie, which I thought was pretty cool. Damn. So it is actually um, Alec Guinness, who played Ben Kenobi, saying Ray in The Force Awakens. Jeez. Yeah, I, I read I read up on something not fully a few days ago, and apparently nowadays they only need like a few sentences to be able to get like the the voice right and everything. Like it's quite mad. Well, but, um, well, that is Pillarfort's podcast, season one, extended edition, brought to you by unofficial plugin sponsor Anchor Anchor Podcast. It's worth mentioning at the end of our podcast over on Vorselen, we have some. For selling our shit, limited edition hoodies being released. We don't have an official release date yet. We're still waiting for them to be made and shipped. Very nice. Um, so make sure you check out our For Selling page and make sure you get a hold of them. There's only 40 available with eight already being reserved. So do not hesitate. Yeah. And remember, we have new music coming out next year. Oi, oi. We will hopefully, we'll be doing a few more season one extendeds throughout the lockdown 2.0 but won't be getting fully into season two until we're a bit more a bit more settled as it were ha 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 we've been graced with the presence of jacob knight way goodbye james nobel hey thanks for listening and myself thank you and goodbye